Chapter 10 of The Tale of Paddy Muskrat by Arthur Scott Bailey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Ten Dipper. So many wagons passed along the road that ran by the mill dam that Paddy Muskrat paid little attention to them. But one day, when he had wandered over near the fence by the roadside, he had a great fright. A big covered cart came jolting along making the most terrible noise Paddy had ever heard. It was hung all over with queerly shaped shining things, which gave forth a deafening din as they rattled and clattered and jangled and dangled. Paddy Muskrat ran toward the mill pond. He was so scared that he forgot to slap the water with his tail to warn his friends to run and hide. He was worried about his wife, but he found her at home. So they both stayed there for a long time and never went outside their house again until it was quite dark. Then Paddy said he was going to call on Mr. Turtle and ask him about that dreadful-sounding wagon. He's lived here so many years that he may know what it is, said Paddy. For once Mr. Turtle was puzzled. It wasn't a mowing machine, was it? he inquired. But Paddy said he knew a mowing machine when he saw one, and it couldn't have been that. Then I'd say it was a threshing machine, said Mr. Turtle. But Paddy Muskrat had seen threshing machines, and he knew it couldn't have been one of those either. Mr. Turtle thought and thought, and finally he said, There are so many new-fangled machines nowadays that it's hard to say just what you saw. It's just possible that it was a steamboat. I've heard of steamboats, Paddy Muskrat remarked. But the thing that passed here today went on land, and steamboats, they say, go on water. Maybe they do, said Mr. Turtle. But perhaps this one had run away. Did you hear a whistle? Patty said he hadn't heard it whistle, but that it seemed all ready to screech. No doubt that was it, Mr. Turtle told him. So long as it stays out of our pond, we've nothing to worry about. But if it should come in here, I should leave at once. Petty Muskrat felt less uneasy after his talk with Mr. Turtle, but not long afterward he heard some news that set him to worrying again. Benjamin Bat told him that the strange wagon was spending the night in Farmer Green's barnyard. I flew right into it before I saw it, Benjamin Bat said, and I nearly got caught in a trap that hung on one side of it. Petty Muskrat began to shiver. He shivered so hard that Benjamin Bat said, I'm afraid you have chills and fever. That's what you get by living in this damp mill pond. I advise you and your wife to come over and live where I do, high up under the roof of the Farmer Green's barn. It's perfectly dry there. Paddy Muskrat said he would think about it. And when he went home to go to bed, he spoke to his wife about the matter. But Mrs. Paddy wouldn't think of such a thing. I like this house too well to move away from it, she said. There's just one thing that I need to make me perfectly contented here. What's that? Patty inquired. A new tin dipper, said Mrs. Patty. Goodness, he explained. You might as well just ask for a piano. Where do you suppose I can get a new tin dipper? You're a man, said Mrs. Patty, and you ought to know. When she said that, Patty Muskrat knew that there would be no peace for him until he gave his wife what she wanted. He could hardly sleep from worrying about that dipper, and the next day it worried him so much that he forgot all the fright he had the day before. Paddy roamed far and wide, looking for a dipper, and asked everybody if he had seen one anywhere. 
He was crossing the road some distance from home when all at once he heard that terrible jangling and clanging again, and he jumped out of the way in a hurry. But in his haste he made a mistake. Instead of jumping toward the brook, he jumped away from it, and there he was, unable to swim away. Paddy Muskrat crouched behind the fence while the terrible wagon passed him. After a while he peeped between the fence rails to see if it was safe to cross the road. And there, right in the middle of the road, what should he see but a new tin dipper? He hurried out from his hiding place, snatched up the dipper, and took it home to his wife. That good lady was greatly pleased, and she wanted to know where Patty had found the dipper. He told her, but how it came to be lying on the road, Patty was quite unable to explain. It was old Mr. Crow who made the mystery clear at last. I understand, he said that a tin peddler spent the night at Farmer Green's house. He must have lost the dipper off his wagon, and since it belongs to him, of course, you'll have to give it back to him. Mrs. Patty looked disappointed. Then she said, I'll just use it until he passes this way again. But old Mr. Turtle shook his head when he heard of Mr. Crow's explanation. That dipper, Mr. Turtle declared, must have been lost by the steamboat that went by here yesterday. And as for Paddy Muskrat, he didn't know quite what to think. End of chapter 10